the fifth day of the week. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds, so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Romans 12, verse 2. Be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. Matthew 5, 48. For the past three days, our focus has been on the loving God to whom we belong. Now we consider how our love for God moves us toward transformed lives, a process sometimes referred to as sanctification or going on to perfection. To be told by Jesus that we are to be perfect as God is perfect is a terrifying thing, a command so intimidating that we snatch it from our memories unless we think of it in terms of capacity, not identical quantity. A pint jar can be as perfectly full as a 10-gallon jar, even though the amount each holds is vastly different. We are not expected to have the infinite capacity for goodness and grace that characterizes God. But we can be and are expected to live up to the human capacity God has put within each of us, in varying measures, just as the Almighty lives up to the full capacity of deity. Further, the process of fulfilling the capacity given to us involves divine assistance. Sanctification, as this process is often called, is not a good work we do for God, but a good work God does within us when we open ourselves to the one who made us, who knows our capacity, and who brings us to fulfillment when we allow it. Before this Holy One, we present ourselves not as burnt offerings on an altar, but as a living sacrifice in the world. Romans 12, verse 1. Opening Prayer Accept me, O Lord, as a sacrifice, alive and eager to be used as you see fit, that I am all too conformed to this world. I readily confess with shame, transform me by your mighty power. Renew my mind, that I may discern your will, that I may both know and do what is good, acceptable, and perfect. This I pray together with the whole church through that one who was the supremely perfect sacrifice, Jesus, Savior of the world. Amen. Psalm 18, verses 7 through 15. Earth wobbles and lurches. Huge mountains shake like leaves, quake like aspen leaves because of his rage. His nostrils flare, bellowing smoke. His mouth spits fire. Tongues of fire dart in and out. He lowers the sky. He steps down. Under his feet, an abyss opens up. He's riding a winged creature, swift on wind wings. Now he's wrapped himself in a trench coat of black cloud darkness. But his cloud brightness burst through, spraying hailstones and fireballs. Then God thundered out of heaven. The high God gave a great shout, spraying hailstones and fireballs. God shoots his arrows, pandemonium. He hurls his lightning, a rout. The secret sources of ocean are exposed. The hidden depths of earth lie uncovered. The moment you roar in protest, let loose your hurricane anger. From the prophet Hosea, chapter 4, verses 1 through 10. Listen to the word of the Lord, O sons of Israel, for the Lord has a case against the inhabitants of the land, because there is no faithfulness or kindness or knowledge of God in the land. 
There is swearing, deception, murder, stealing, and adultery. They employ violence so that the bloodshed follows bloodshed. Therefore the land mourns, and everyone who lives in it languishes, along with the beasts of the field and the birds of the sky, and also the fish of the sea disappear. Yet let no one find fault, and let none offer reproof, for your people are like those who contend with the priest. So you will stumble by day, and the prophet also will stumble with you by night, and I will destroy your mother. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge, because you have rejected knowledge. I also reject you from being my priest, since you have forgotten the law of your God. I also will forget your children. The more they multiply, the more they send against me. I will change their glory into shame. They feed on the sin of my people, and direct their desire toward their iniquity. And it will be like people, like priests. So I will punish them for their ways, and repay them for their deeds. They will eat, but not have enough. They will play the harlot but not increase, because they have stopped giving heed to the Lord. From the book of Acts, chapter 21, verses 27 through 36. When the seven days were almost over, the Jews from Asia, upon seeing him in the temple, began to stir up all the crowd and laid hands on him, crying out, Men of Israel, come to our aid. This is the man who preaches to all men everywhere against our people and the law and this place. And besides, he has even brought Greeks into the temple and has defiled this holy place. For they had previously seen Trophimus the Ephesian in the city with him, and they supposed that Paul had brought him into the temple. Then all the city was provoked, and the people rushed forward together, and taking hold of Paul, they dragged him out of the temple, and immediately the doors were shut. While they were seeking to kill him, a report came up to the commander of the Roman cohort that all Jerusalem was in confusion. At once he took along some soldiers and centurions and ran down to them, and when they saw the commander and the soldiers, they stopped beating Paul. Then the commander came up and took hold of him and ordered him to be bound with two chains, and he began asking who he was and what he had done. But among the crowds, some were shouting one thing and some another, and when he could not find out the facts because of the uproar, he ordered him to be brought into the barracks. When he got to the stairs, he was carried by the soldiers because of the violence of the mob, for the multitude of the people kept following them, shouting, Away with him! As Paul was about to be brought into the barracks, he said to the commander, May I say something to you? And he said, Do you know Greek? From the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 6, verses 1 through 11. Now it happened that he was passing through some grain fields on a Sabbath, and his disciples were picking the heads of grain, rubbing them in their hands and eating the grain. But some of the Pharisees said, Why do you do what is not lawful on the Sabbath? And Jesus answered them, Have you not even read what David did when he was hungry, he and those who were with him, how he entered the house of God and took and ate the consecrated bread, which is not lawful for any to eat except the priest alone, and gave it to his companions? And he was saying to them, The Son of Man is the Lord of the Sabbath. On another Sabbath he entered the synagogue and was teaching, and there was a man there whose right hand was withered. The scribes and Pharisees were watching him closely to see if he healed on the Sabbath, so that they might find a reason to accuse him. But he knew what they were thinking, and he said to the man with the withered hand, Get up and come forward. And he got up and came forward. And Jesus said to them, I ask you, is it lawful to do good or to do harm on the Sabbath, to save a life or to destroy it? After looking around at them all, he said to him, 
stretch out your hand. And he did so, and his hand was restored. But they themselves were filled with rage and discussed together what they might do to Jesus. These are the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Thursday's Prayer God, your glory calls your people to adoration daily. Guide and inspire all who plan and who will take leadership in the worship of our congregation when again we gather in prayer on the Lord's Day. To musicians, lectors, preachers, and all others, give a full measure of your Holy Spirit, that they may glorify not themselves but you. Prepare my heart and the hearts of all your people to receive their ministries with joy and gratitude to you and extravagant generosity toward others. This we pray through Christ the Risen One. Amen. A prayer by Jeanette Struken from her book, Prayers to Pray Without Really Trying. Thank you, God, for the touch of holiness upon the earth this morning. Beyond the shepherds who ran and angels who hovered over a manger, the idea dawns upon me that the word became flesh and lived among men. Strike a new light in me that I may keep steady vigil over dark places in my attitudes and actions. Turn my little tune into great tidings of great joy. I too am a listening shepherd. Untwist the strain within me and draw it toward a quiet manger where even oxen knew enough to kneel. Fill my tarnished cup with wonder that I may reflect something of your peace today. On such a day, I would not come with a paper-wrapped gift, for all I am and all I have are yours. I have come with room in my heart for you, only for you. Amen. A Prayer of St. Francis of Assisi Lord, Make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. O divine master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, it is in dying that we are born to eternal life.